Welcome to Now I See, a podcast where people of vision share eye-opening experiences that help them and can help all of us shift focus, gain perspective, and see ourselves, our world, and our place in it in a whole new way. Hi, friends. This is Kit McCarty, your host of Now I See, and today my special guest is Dave Arden. Dave, welcome to our show. Yeah, thanks. Great to be here. Uh, Friends, I have so been looking forward to Dave um, and introducing him to you. Uh, He's a self-professed mutterer, stutterer, and sputterer, and now he's an accomplished public speaker and international speaking coach. He's the founder of Chosen to Speak Movement with coaches and clients around the world, and he's the author of a poetic, eloquent, thought-provoking call-to-action book by the same name, Chosen to Speak. Dave loves to travel, and despite being a picky eater at home, he has risen to the challenge of eating some mighty strange fare overseas. He's been a pastor, a teacher, a street evangelist, a church planter, all jobs that require an ability to communicate well. Dave, I see you as funny, witty, easygoing, and deep. Your self-deprecating humor, the way you wear a robe of humility is beautiful and it's rare. And people are really drawn to you. They instinctively know that they are safe with you. They don't have to waste time or energy trying to impress you. You've learned to accept yourself, and that allows you to wrap others up in the folds of acceptance as well. How do you see yourself, and how would you like others to see you? Well, thanks for that uh, huge build-up, Kathleen. That's uh, that's huge, and that's uh, I love to serve, and I'm uh, I have a heart for people. Um, the Lord has given me a real desire to connect with people, to connect with people who struggle to find their voice. You know, I grew up in a home that uh, looked good on the outside and we went to church and we did the right things, but inside there was turmoil, and there was pain, and there was issues in my life that gave me some underlying problems with speaking, uh, some abuse in my past, frankly, that made it tough to uh, to find that voice and to, uh, to communicate that. So uh, I've wrestled through some things, but God's given me victory and encouragement and support. And so encourage people, encourage people. And so my heart is just to encourage people and to shepherd them and just to serve well and to empty myself so that other people could find their voice and really uh, find strength in their speaking. Yeah, I think that really comes through just in the way that you present yourself and the way that you draw people to you. So in your book, you mentioned several strong influences that helped you form your view of yourself, including your mom, your coaches, your audiences, and even the biblical story of Moses. Which of these do you think had the most profound influence in shaping the way you see yourself? Well, my mother was huge. Uh, it really is other people that are our champions to help us find our voice. And my mom was the biggest encourager from my youth. She was a former cheerleader uh, who would yell things like rebound at the games. Uh, she would uh, encourage me in ministry and life and school. She put a big sign on my door, Dave, Greg, you know, 4.0, you can do it, kind of thing, challenging me. She was huge. Got a coach named Terry Whitty, who was also an influential in my life just to come, uh, come alongside and get in the word together and help find a better leadership voice. Don Burns specifically mentioned a, a coach that had a background in Toastmasters. And Don was just a real creative coach. You know, we go into a church and you get on a drum kit and just tell me, hey, when you're talking fast and you get too fast, I'm just going to hit on this uh, the symbol here and just start whacking away at the symbol and really threw the brakes on uh, me and helped me really to find that rhythm and to be okay with myself to say, hey, this was this was a challenge. This was a challenge. But I, he said, when you read the Bible, I can understand you. And I'm like, okay, there's an encouragement right there. There's hope for me. You know, there's some aspect of my speaking that really does connect. He say things to me like, you know, it's harder to change a speaking pattern uh, than it is to quit smoking. And um can't just work on Sunday morning. You got to work on your everyday conversation, your everyday rhythm. Because I really, although I enjoyed speaking, and I think the content was decent, at least uh, that was my hope. Um, always issue was the issue with speed, too many words, uh, not enough pausing, uh, and then security would feed on that. And so when somebody 
had the courage and love enough in my life to say, you know what, you got potential, but you really got to work on this. That was life changing and really inspiring to me to say, you know what, how do I find my way through and, and build a better speaker in me? And, and those coaches were hugely influential. And uh, I so appreciate that you mentioned them in your book, which is so helpful to so many people. And I know that your story is resonating with other people as you coach. As a result of how you saw yourself and what others saw in you, what did you do with that? Um, how, did, how did this whole movement of Chosen to Speak and this book come about? Kind of a funny story, really. I, I love writing. Writing has always come naturally to me. It kind of flows out natural. Uh, nobody's ever told me, hey, Dave, you write too fast. <laughs> But I have heard a lot of people say, yeah, yeah think you're going to speak too fast. Um, so back in 2014, I was actually praying about writing a book, uh, just coming out of the coaching, getting a rhythm and speaking better. But I really wanted to write a book and, and wanted to uh, kind of start a ministry with that. Uh, I had a, an article that I had planned to write over the years. It was kind of a working title of an article, a story I was going to write about my speaking problems. And, and the, the article's title was simply all stutters are us, us, us. <laughs> Uh, I was rolling some some book ideas by the Lord, and I just really half serious, half kidding, said, Lord, what if I write a book about my speaking problems? And uh, without missing a beat, the Holy Spirit's like, yeah, that's it. My strength or your weakness. And I was excited about that, but I was also going, wow, that's not really what I had in mind, Lord. That's terrifying. <laughs> talking about my weaknesses, talking about my struggles. And so it led me down this journey to spend five years uh, pouring into the life of Moses, uh, People are drawn to flawed biblical characters. Here's a, one of our major central figures in the Bible, Moses, who himself had an issue with his speaking, confidence to find his voice. Lord, I don't want to go to Pharaoh because I'm not a good speaker. And yet rose to the challenge. Uh, and so just spent a lot of time as the Lord led, just chapter by chapter, writing a book called Chosen to Speak. And as I'm writing this book, as I'm pouring into the Word, the Lord's given me this idea of a vision for uh, starting a ministry, establishing coaches, uh, establishing others who really can be a champion. Aaron is central to that story of Moses. Here, God is sending Aaron to help Moses before Moses even knows he needs help. And there's this dramatic reunion in the desert where they're embracing, they're uh, um, just pouring this affection into one another. And Aaron was there to say, you know what, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you connect with Israel. I'm going to help you find that voice. I'm going to help give you the confidence. Aaron was an accomplished speaker uh, and was gifted. And Aaron's career doesn't end well. That's why he's not really regarded in, in leadership circles for what he does at the end with uh, the golden calf. But he's really central to the story of helping Moses connect, Moses find his identity, and Moses get some wins under his belt so he's able to lead Israel going forward. So Moses had a coach. Very nice. <laughs> So your book has recently been translated into Russian, and you're leading a group of Russian speakers and training Russian-speaking coaches online with the translator, of course. So what has that experience been like for you? Well, we've really been humbled uh, that the Lord has uh, seen fit to take this across borders. It was in our mind not for years, so we could really take it, over, uh, take it overseas and, and take it beyond. But thankfully, through a friend and uh, somebody you know well that connected us to this Russian ministry, we reached out to them and said, hey, would this be of service to you? Would this connect with you? Would this be a ministry that you'd be interested in? So we are meeting online with a group of Russians uh, outside of the Moscow who are also in missions, uh, missions-minded, have, have planting in mind and planting leadership, church planting leadership, which is good. So we're a little bit nervous at first starting about this. First of all, humor doesn't always correlate to other cultures and the peoples. Uh, what's funny here in our country and our culture doesn't uh, doesn't go overseas because of some of the nuances. And I wasn't sure how the fear overseas would also uh, correlate into the connection of speaking. But was really relieved and encouraged and, and blessed to find within a few sessions, really with the first session or two, they're laughing, they're cutting up about their own insecurities. I'm finding out more and more fear is universal and what they're struggling with overseas in terms of confidence, is an issue really anywhere we go. And so that really has helped to encourage us to, to keep moving forward. We're really into to about chapter five now. We just finished the 
the coaching chapter, and they're grabbing on. The book's in Russian, uh, so they're reading the chapters. We go through the questions together that are being translated. Fortunately, we also have a Russian-speaking coach, a brother over there who's meeting aside from the times we meet that can actually give them hands-on experience in terms of what they're doing and how they're speaking and how it can be better in terms of finding their voice. Uh, because I don't speak Russian. I'm learning words, growing in that area uh, myself, but we really rely on the, the coach over there to do the practical stuff over there. So that's been a blessing. We also have a, a client in uh, Kenya right now, which is really cool. Uh, he's really hungry and desiring to learn more and grow forward with us as well. So we're, we're thankful for that. Well, I love how this uh, ministry, this movement is expanding. What was the original intent when you went from book to actually coaching, actually using uh, the book as a coaching tool and uh, starting this Chosen to Speak movement? Yeah, our, our victory, the win for us really is that one person. Uh, it's being that champion for that one guy. Let's just put ourselves on. What's it like to be, uh, say, a young leader, developing leader, and you haven't had any experience? You know you need uh, more confidence. You know you need uh, some wins, but, but how do you get there? Uh, a lot of our clients, a lot of people we work with have had these wrestling issues in the past, but just don't know who that safe person is. Uh, my concern when I was wrestling with my issues is I know I had an issue, but who do I trust? You know, typically a pastor or a leader uh, doesn't necessarily want the church to um, somebody even within the church to really be that, that voice for them because they're not sure who they can trust in the church to be able to be truthful, honest, and helpful for them to get through their, to get through their struggles. And so that's one, one concern uh, is who do you trust? Is it in the church uh, or not in the church? And and back to that person who's struggling, they need a pathway to get there. So our our really commitment is to the Word of God. It's Christ who changes lives, the Word and the Spirit that shape confidence, that shape identity, uh, that shape that leader. We want them to grow as a leader as well. And so through the Word of God, we're, we've seen step by step by step, There's God has used this ministry to empower leaders to, to find that confidence, to find that voice, and to continue to grow in, in a leader, uh, leadership role. So we're wanting to give the leaders wins, essentially, and to get enough reps so they're able to say, you know what, I can do this. I can speak. I can have a voice. I can share. I can witness. I can testify for the Lord, and I can, be, I can share the Word of God with others with confidence in whatever context, whether it be speaking, at church, or business, or whatever. Good. So if somebody feels like they could use a speaking coach, how do they get in touch with you and your organization? Well, we've got a website right now. They can go to our website called... Uh, www.chosespeak.com. That's a, that's the best way to get us right now, or they can call me directly or email me. Uh, uh, Arden118 at Hotmail is uh, my uh, email address. We'd love to meet them, talk to them. I've actually got, we've got a dozen coaches right now, praise the Lord. A uh, coach is willing to serve, and four or five of our coaches have clients, but we've got some coaches that don't have clients right in front of them that are willing to serve, willing to get more involved in helping. And I've got several clients, uh, about six or seven clients that I'm using right now myself on top of the other coaches that are working with. So we're just continuing to grow the ministry. We are new. We're setting up our 501c three uh, this year. It's a new organization, but we are growing and expanding and excited about what the Lord's going to do. So we're here just to serve. That's our heart, to serve and to come alongside leaders who need to find their voice. Okay. So we've talked a little bit about uh, clients and how your organization benefits clients. Now talk to me a little bit about coaches, because you're not only developing speakers, but you're also engaging coaches, um, training coaches to be coaches um, and training some of the clients to become coaches. So talk about that aspect of the ministry. Yeah, coaching is a unique role. It takes the right person. You know, there's lots of folks out there who would like to give guidance and counseling to other speakers, but they don't necessarily have a gift or a knack for it. There is a way to come alongside a leader. Um, typically, our, our coaches, uh, you know, we don't come up to our clients and say, hey, I heard you really need have trouble speaking. Can I be your help? That doesn't really work very well. So we're really cultivating relationships, offering to serve. Um, I love speaker fail stories because even some depth speakers of struggle. It's amazing as this question has come out of ask a really good, gifted, talented speaker. Say, tell me what it was like when you started. And oh my, some of the stories I've heard 
for example, I've got a friend of mine who was uh, who's really one of the uh, highly regarded leaders here in the state of Arizona, who's who's helped plant a, a number of churches over the years, and just a gifted guy. When he was a when he was young in school, uh, his nickname was uh, uh, um, <laughs> was Tomato. <laughs> he turned red uh, literally when he tried to speak, and and uh, um, his name is actually uh, Tommy Thomas, great brother and great uh, great leader. But uh, so that's just one example. So we want to come alongside uh, to help um, find coaches who are willing to serve, willing to, to care, to shepherd others well, and to listen well. Ironically, one of our first steps about being good speakers, listening. Listening is key in leadership. Great leaders are great listeners. And we're looking for the kind of leader who listens to others and come alongside to affirm, support, and empower others to speak well in a, in a loving, Christ-honoring, a caring way. And you've added some amazing coaches to your uh, coaching staff. Can you talk a little bit about them and what they bring to the organization? Yeah, we've got a, a very background of people. One of a, we've got a, a coach here in the Prescott area that's uh, he's been involved like in a 35 year uh, pastoring director of missions kind of role. He's uh, equipping a, a pastor right now. About three quarters of the ministry is focused on developing leaders, new leaders, but we've got uh, a few of our coaches really they're adept at coaching pastors as well. So that's exciting for us, not just to, to focus on those new leaders and those developing leaders who are just trying to get some leadership experience. We are also able to coach pastors and church leaders. And Rick Danielson is the, uh, the first one of our coaches that comes to mind who's actually brought a, a staff member through. We had an associate pastor in Northern Arizona here come through our training and uh, finish that. So he's really loving that and appreciating experience. So plus some other talented, gifted people that have ex- Many of our coaches have many years, decades of experience in ministry, so they're able to equip, challenge, and encourage others to speak. I saw your um, online presence there on Facebook, and you had a comment from somebody that said, I'd like to be a speaker. I just can't figure out what I'm supposed to say. What advice do you have to people like that who either feel like they have a platform or they feel like they have um, some visibility? They feel like maybe they even have a speaking gift. They just don't know where to get started. What advice would you offer them? Yeah, that's a good good question because one of the things we're looking at is it doesn't have to just, just to be a pastor. We're not looking at pastor. Our first client actually in the ministry was a real estate guy, uh, a guy in Phoenix who really uh, had some insecurity with that. He could do good with one or two clients, but when he got a group of five or more people, uh, he he melted apart. He felt he melted into butter, and so wanted that confidence to go into a, a speaking uh, engagement where he could get out there. When you're speaking to real estate clients in a group, if you botch your presentation, you're likely to botch the sale. So it's really important in like a business environment like that to be able to speak well, communicate well. And so for him, it's just let's go back to the basics. You know, where where are you uh, strong as a leader, strong in your voice? What are you doing well to carry yourself? Where where do you have that assurance and confidence uh, with your life, your backstory, and, and with the Lord? And if it's um, a business guy or with it's a church person with a testimony, we want to just get those wins in under the belt. Where can I start in my context, whether it be a church, business, school, community? to just share myself and to share my story, and even just do two or three minutes. So we'll actually get some videos in. We can do this online as well, which is amazing. So much of the day we live in, it's all video oriented. So we'll get a video of somebody. I just got a video this last week from this friend of mine, Kenya, who's on staff there leading a church. And we're able to get some feedback from them and give them some good encouragement with that, with uh, where they're going. So just giving a, a one minute or two video at a time, starting where their context is and just getting a win or two under the belt. We can encourage people to move forward. We want to keep them moving forward ultimately. So I hear what you're saying is that uh, not only are your clients necessarily ministry focused, but also business focused. And so the skills that they're learning through being coached will help them pretty much in every arena. Your book also addresses just interpersonal relationships and how learning to be a good communicator uh, enhances personal relationships. 
Is there anything you'd like to say about that? Well, it does affect our family. I, I want to share my own personal story uh, of what, what I call a speaking fail. I'm 24 years old. Uh, family relationships matter. I'm just married and I'm trying to find, actually 28 years old, excuse me. I'm just trying to find my first speaking gig and my first pastor gig at a, at a church um, you know, in Texas, Central Texas. And uh, I'm getting really fat. When I get really excited, I speak a lot of words in a hurry and it's like rapid fire, too, too much, too fast, too quick. And so what happens then is people, especially people with hearing issues, really struggle with that. And the group that I was speaking to was an older congregation. I got up there in rapid fire mode, gave a message with, with a lot of energy, a lot of excitement. And uh, when I got into the committee meeting afterward, the search committee, uh, one of the old guards says simply, uh, hey, I understood about every third word of what you said. And um, my poor wife at the time, uh, you know, she's got to ride that out, right? She's with me and she's just kind of anchored her star to my future. And she's probably at that moment got to be thinking, although we've not talked about this, um, really not exactly what I had in mind when I got married to you. But nevertheless, uh, you know, it does affect. But once we find our, you know, once for her to be able to be that voice for me, she was a, certainly a champion. My wife, Becky, also uh, one of the people in my life has been a steady influence, a steady caring person. And so family relationships are affected by our level of confidence as leaders. If we can't lead ourselves, can't lead our families, how well are we going to lead in our community? So it's important that we foster those kind of relationships with our own family and those close by to us. We coach each other, we encourage each other. How can we speak clearly? How can we speak with strength? And what are those issues that hold us back from being a better communicator? Uh, we want to create those environments and those relationships at home that also foster a better growth as leaders. Dave was just telling us about the importance of family. As part of your Now I See family, we're doing our best to bring you episodes that engage, educate, and elevate. Would you be willing to do your part in supporting and encouraging us? One way you can do that is by liking and subscribing. Another is by rating and reviewing our show. And a third way is to tell your friends. Tell them about how Now I See brings engaging guests like Glenn Cato, police chaplain, who we featured last week or about our upcoming guest, Dale Sims, author of the best-selling book, Dust of a Distant Mesa. Now, back to our show. Thank you. I, I do think that the ability to communicate is so important on every level. One of the things that we've been talking about and kind of dancing around, in addition to speaking and listening and clients and coaches, is the fact that this tool, uh, the Chosen to Speak book, and having a coach or a mentor also uh, helps a client grow in leadership skills. What are some of the skills that you're hoping your clients will get as a result of participating? Well, listening is paramount. Besides just speaking, you know, it's ironic, but to be a good speaker really helps to be a listener because we're looking at who is our audience and what's our message to them? How do we relate well to them? I'll ask questions like, on a scale of one to 10, uh, 10 being highest, where do you rate yourself uh, as a... As a listener, I'll hear often uh, three. Uh, mm-hmm. They they need mm-hmm. to grow in that. So communication affects uh, things like vision casting. And to be a, a good com- a communicator and a leader, it's imperative as a communicator to, to cast a good vision. But that's one of the most difficult and most complicated things about being a leader is how to inspire others, motivate them, encourage them. So we talk about what is a good what is a good vision cast look like and how do we equip you as a leader to be able to do that. 
Um, another thing that came up just this last week is good leaders were also are also gifted in the art of persuasion. Part of communication is persuasion. We we're just I'm just working with a client this last week, a friend of mine actually, who's big into history, and we study the same time we're going through Moses' story in our our uh, pathway. He, we we we're um, following a book about Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln, ironically, who is a who is very gifted at persuasion. So things like anecdotes and stories, how we use tools that way to to pull people in and motivate people and inspire people. So we're those are gifts and, and important things of leadership. One of the things we're also equipping people and encouraging our leaders to do is to look at the opportunities in their own community to be a leader to bring deliverance. The, the Moses story is powerful. Yeah, it's helping him find uh, find confidence, find his voice, find support. But he's looking at his community, which is a, a people that have been enslaved for 400 years. And he's saying, where can I bring deliverance? Where can I bring God's authority, God's power, God's voice into this situation to bring deliverance in my own community? So we also have a community component to that, which we're saying, hey, where is it in your family and your community where you can be a voice for freedom, for Christ, for deliverance, and just for hope? And where can you bring hope in your own community? So our prayer is, as they're cultivating on that, as they're mulling over and kind of meditating on the Word of God, the Spirit of Christ is coming in there and giving them a Jesus a focus to where they can bring uh, encouragement, support, and uh, freedom in their, own, in their own communities. So if people are interested in getting this book, which is a great tool to uh, build leadership and to, in, to enhance somebody's speaking abilities, where can they get a hold of this book? Well, certainly we're on Amazon, Amazon.com. You can find us chosen to speak. Uh, mention my uh, my uh, my name as well, Dave Arden, on there. I just I just we've we've sold a number of books and we're uh, um, seeing some real fruit in this and seeing some progress in this. But I noticed that there's other books with chosen titles. We're also on Warner. If you go to Warner House Press, uh, which is at Warner.house online, you'll see us uh, go pull up their store and you can and all their products. You can see us on there as well. Just want to encourage you to uh, to to go out and go. Get our product if you don't mind. I don't, I'm not a self-promoter guy. I really prefer other people to kind of pitch us than myself. Okay, I'll pitch you. This is a great book, and you're going to have so much fun reading it. You know, Dave is just so open and authentic with some of his struggles. His prose is beautiful. He's written poetry that is just so meaningful and powerful, which apparently translates well. Who knew? Um, and so I think that anybody who picks this book up is certainly going to enjoy it. So I will shamelessly plug your book. That's <laughs> Chosen to Speak by Dave Arden, available on Amazon and through Warner Press. Um, so this is not the end of your writing. Um, as you said, you like to do it. So what's next for you? So really, we're one equip leaders. And so one of the things that's really hot on our radar, that's sure high on our radar, is uh, is this idea of a coaching book. We want to provide tools and resources for coaches because, again, there's a whole ministry of the client side and there's a whole ministry of the coaching side. We're looking for people that really have a heart to serve, have a heart to quit. And you don't have to be a great speaker to be a coach. Uh, we just need authenticity, honesty. We need common, common sense is clear and just this understanding. But to be a coach means I'm going to come alongside somebody and be a good listener. I'm going to ask good questions. I'm going to draw people out and really go deeper with others to find out really what the, where their passion is, where their, their heart is, and where their desire is to go forward. And it's been a really joy. Uh, I asked one of our coaches, Rick Danielson, who just led a client through the pathway, hey, what's been the most fulfilling thing for you? What have you enjoyed most about it? And he said, you know, it's been the, uh, it's been the relationship. It's, it brings you a opportunity to go closer to somebody who's growing, learning, striving, and this needs that person that's going to be their champion, be that support. So so the next on our, our radar is this year we're working on a coaching book and hope to have that up early by the end of the year. It'll, it'll be a guidebook for others to find resources to help coach others and speak. And lead. That sounds exciting. And we're looking forward to that. And we will let our listeners know when that book becomes available. So as we close out our conversation today, what one thing would you like our listeners to see more clearly as a result of our conversation? 
I just want to say this. God is a merciful God. The God would choose Moses, someone who struggles to speak, uh, to be a leader, is uh, is just compassionate and a wonderful encouragement to me and inspiration. God's looking at the heart. Uh, he's not looking at our outward speaking abilities. He's looking at the heart of us, and he's got a message he wants to speak through us. Our theme verse goes along these lines. Um, <laughs> Moses says, hey, God, who am I, right, that, uh, that you should choose me? And God says, who made the mouth, right? Uh, is it not I the Lord who chooses one to speak or not speak to be to hear or not hear and is it not I the Lord I will be with you and I will give you the words to say and so what an encouragement Christ is a powerful communicator when Jesus spoke he had authority when Jesus spoke people listened they leaned into what he had to say uh, the voice of the of, of Christ is like the, uh, like the sound of many rushing waters the the book of Revelation says and he he was the kind of speaker so when Christ is speaking through us and God is using us uh, to be his voice and he be his message. It's a powerful, wonderful, God honoring and inspiring thing in spite of ourselves. I got to, I got to, I, I, I'm humored, frankly, uh, uh, astounded, astounded that God would use somebody that has a speaking problem to talk about, be a voice for public speaking. It's just, it's just one of the funniest things in the world to me. You know, you can't speak and you struggle to speak, but you know what? I'm going to use you as a voice and to be a champion for other people to speak. Well, I'm like, who is God? Who am I to use that? God is a God who doesn't mumble. My pastor used to say, um, but he speaks slowly, but he chooses mumblers um, and stammerers and stutters to, to be his messengers. And what a God, what a, what a gracious thing and a loving thing and a merciful thing and this God is. So glory to God, praise to Jesus for using weak vessels to show his strength, using fools like me um, uh, to show his, uh, his glory. It's amazing. It's, he's an amazing God. Well, Jesus, the word does not stutter. He doesn't stammer. He has enough power to compensate for any of our lack. And I am just so grateful to him for uh, arranging our friendship. And I'm so grateful that he gave you this vision and this passion to help other people in the same area where you've struggled. Dave, this has been so much fun today and I've really enjoyed our conversation. Uh, Friends, I hope that you have as well. And so until next time, this is your host, Kit McCarty. Thanks. If you enjoyed our show today, please tell your friends. Like and subscribe so you'll receive future notifications when our next shows become available. Visit our website, nis.media, for show notes, bonus content, contact information for our special guests, and access to their products and ours. Or perhaps you'd like to leave a comment, a perspective on our show today, or share an eye-opening experience of your own. We'd love to hear from you. Again, that's nis.media. Special thanks to our technical director, Jim Wilson, music by Rebecca Salazar. I'm your host, Kit McCarty. I look forward to seeing you again soon.